Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman. I'm the pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we are we are still in John chapter 8. And there is such an incredible picture about Jesus and his identity, who he is, and where he's positioned in the text that we're going to look at today. Really, his position is as the one who stands between the Father and, and between humanity. And we see this in a handful of different ways that really remind us of Jesus's identity, remind us of the significance that we have Christ as the one that stands between us and the Father. And what we've seen all of these eight chapters so far, this has just been drawing us to believe in him and have life in his name. And so why don't you look with me, John chapter eight, starting in verse 25, it says, so they said to him, they're curious about Jesus and his just continually uh, talking about who he is and, and calling them to faith in him. He says, so they said to him, who are you? And Jesus said to them, just what I have been telling you from the beginning. Now, are you listening to the words coming out of my mouth? That's Jesus is being so, uh, so clear. He's saying the same kind of thing over and over again. Who are you? He says, listen, if you'd listen to me from the beginning, you'd know who I am. Verse 26, I have much to say about you and much to judge, but he who sent me is true. And I declare to you the words that I have heard from him. Look at this. Jesus is the one who is sent by the father to humanity. He is the one who speaks from the Father to humanity. He, he stands between us. Let, let's continue. It says, They did not understand that he had been speaking to them about the Father. So Jesus said to them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then you will know that I am he, and that I do nothing on my own authority, but speak just as the Father taught me. And he who sent me, is with me. He has not left me alone, for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. As he was saying these things, many believed in him. Now, as our ancient way for our modern day, I just want us to see the placement of Christ between God and the rest of humanity. I want us to see the placement of Christ as the one who he is sent from the Father into humanity. He is the one who speaks from the Father, exactly what he's told to speak. He is the one who does whatever is and only what is pleasing to the Father. He is the one who stands between us. In fact, he says, when, when you lift up the Son of Man, when you crucify Christ, you're going to see that, that I am the one who is the Messiah. But look, when Christ is lifted up, he is lifted up to pay for our sins. We just saw him talk about the danger of dying in our sins. And now he's talking about the, the hope that we have as as he, the Son of God, is lifted up in our place and he dies for our sins. He is saying that he's going to be the one who receives the wrath of God. The wrath of God toward sin and toward sinful humanity. He is the perfect in-between. He is the one who takes our place. I just, I marvel at the significance of this text. God is in the heavens. We are down on earth and Christ is lifted up. He promises he will be lifted up. And when we look upon him with faith, our sin is paid for. We are forgiven through and through, top to bottom, inside and out. 
We are given the right to become children of God, not by flesh or by blood, but by the Spirit, by God himself. Our ancient way for our modern days, this is a reminder of the hope we have. That hope is that Christ is our mediator. That hope is that Christ is the in-between. That hope is that we are shielded from the wrath of God because Christ paid it all. That we now are viewed by God as in Christ, which means Christ, who only did what was pleasing to God, that righteousness is now credited to us. This is who Christ is. This is what he has done. He stands between us and God. We have, we have Christ. See, the ancient way for our modern day is a reminder that we don't stand up before God on our own and say, I've been pretty good, accept me. That, that we don't fall down before God and say, I am, I am just utterly worthless and there's nothing in me that you can love. Christ can't even forgive me. No, what we do is we stand before God and we point at Christ and we say, look, I am in Christ. He's paid it all. In him I'm whole. This, this, is, this is the kind of truth that encourages a believer. This is the kind of church, uh, truth that, that lets us walk forward in hope, even with our frailty, even with our weakness, even in our sin. We can move forward in hope, looking to Christ who stands between us. We can look forward to, in hope. But I want you to notice verse 33, 30. It says, as he was saying these things, many believed in him. This is also the kind of truth that leads us to place our faith in Christ. This is the kind of truth that can take a someone who's yet to trust in Christ, and if you and I, if we explain it to them, look, Christ is the one that stands between us, this can lead them to just what the crowds were doing in that ancient day, believing in him. I love this. This is our ancient way for our modern day, that we would believe in Christ for salvation and that we would believe in Christ every day as our source of hope. 